independence. Welcome to The Investment Show, the ultimate guide of going from zero to 100 in personal finance and investments. Join us this week as our host, Hussein, sits down with our guest, Dilip, as they walk through savings and attaining financial freedom. So, just like you mentioned, like we're going through this pandemic and a lot of people have been, you know, unemployed, they've been laid off and then they, they've not been earning money. So, do you also notice a change in trend of investing within the current times? Like, is there a change in how people are perceiving the market or in the trend of investing in yeah. general? Um, just, uh, you know, uh, to give you a reference, uh, Indian uh, households, we as Indians, we save, we are one of the biggest savers in the world. We save anything between 25 to 30% of our uh, in earning, household uh, earnings. So, though we are one of the uh, biggest savers in the world, what happens is that after saving, we deploy maximum, almost 60% of that in hard assets like real estate and gold, etc. Because uh, we, uh, that we are habituated of investing more and more on real estate and gold. And then if you look at uh, 15 years, 20 years, uh, you know, return, annualized return on these two products, you will find that these products were not, these investments were not the superstar investments which were giving extremely high returns. But uh, there were other financial products which would give you much better return, much better liquidity. But investors were still choosing this hard assets. So if you actually f- for probe further into that uh, habit, why is that? It is easy for an individual to understand uh, a real estate. It is easy for a layman to go and buy a land or buy a a constructed flat or a commercial place. It is easy for him to understand. He doesn't require an advisor. He will actually go to an agent and find a a couple of properties and then finalize. While buying gold also, he doesn't require a consultant. It is easy for him to understand. Uh, So it is real estate and gold being very easy for a consumer to investor to understand. I think they keep on uh deploying more and more money in th- those asset classes whereas financial assets though in long term can give better res- return on the investments it is not so easy to understand so that uh, lack of awareness uh, awareness about various financial products available in the market and the natures of nature of those uh, financial products people are actually shying away so better awareness uh, better understanding of these products can actually channelize more money into uh, the financial products. What I've seen during this COVID period is people have, uh, everyone is actually facing contingency situation where they need to raise money from other sources or their investments. And people have realized that who are who are sparked money uh, on real estate in a big manner, it is not easy for them to liquidate that. It is uh, in a distressed time, it is very difficult to uh, liquidate a real estate and raise money because the price what you thought uh, in that particular area uh, when you actually go to sell it is different uh, especially during this kind of period there are no buyers so liquidating raising money from your own resources your investment you thought it is a great investment but when it comes to the need you are not able to get that money back so illiquidity is something which people have actually realized if you have a property say for example in a city like Mumbai if you have a property which you thought is an investment and bought a second flat for say one and a half two crore and you suddenly require 50 lakh you can't partially liquidate it and even if you are willing to take a head cut and say that okay even if i'm one crore 80 lakh i'm willing to sell there are no takers 
So whether it is a partial liquidity or full liquidity, you are faced with a liquidity crunch, especially during a difficult time like this. So it is a realization which across the board people have, uh, uh, you know, came to realize that we must invest in assets which are easily liquidatable and uh, we should actually accept the volatility. People think that real estate price and gold price are not volatile. Uh, it is only the financial assets which are volatile. It's actually a myth because you uh, you are uh, you are when you buy a real estate, you are not checking the price every day. You don't check the pr price of that particular property every day or every month. You buy and then forget for 5-10 years and then later on you look at what has been the price appreciation. Uh, but when it comes to financial products, today the financial market is so transparent that every microsecond you will get the price of that asset which you are holding. Every microsecond. So since it is so transparent, since the prices are known to everyone on a, on a microsecond basis, you tend to expect more and tend to become more anxious about the investments. Whereas you, when you invest in gold or real estate, you are not anxious. You buy and then uh, hold for uh, decades and then only you are looking at whether it is an appreciation, depreciation, liquidity, etc. But you don't give that kind of time frame for a financial assets. You become too anxious at too short a period of time and keep on taking wrong decisions. So COVID has actually enabled people to have more time devoted towards their investments. People are having more time to understand the financial products. Hence, there is more <coughs> funds coming into the financial products during this COVID time. So that's a trend change I've uh, noticed. Oh, that's that's very interesting. So there is there is more awareness which is generated. Because they have more time times. to evaluate now because all of them are sitting at home and working from home. So they have more time to actually evaluate peacefully and understand the uh, differentiation and able to realize that, yes, we need liquidity along with growth. So these are better options available. Right. And I feel like a lot of people who must have uh, counted on their real estates must have taken a hit at this point and, you know, must have realized that it's probably not yeah, the best. Correct. If you, yeah. When you want to, investment should be handy. It should be, uh, you should be able to raise money out of those investments at any point of time because you will never know when the contingency is going to hit you. So you should not be actually uh, locking your fund into something where you cannot liquidate in case of a contingency hits you. So how do you suggest somebody, especially young, how do you suggest them to spread their monthly income? Let's, you know, we could take a hypothetical example. How do you suggest and does a small amount make a difference? Like, so this is a lot of, this is a, you know, a big question a lot of people of my age have that, you know, for example, let's say we could save only a thousand or 1500 in a month. Does it make sense investing in like in the long run? Will that pay off or rather just enjoy another meal somewhere out? It's a good question. And uh, uh, what happens is that people need to realize that the, the, the positive impact and the magic of compounding. Correct. Okay. The magic of what we are, you have to understand as youngsters, what you should understand is money is a, is the best resource what you've got. When I say best resource, resource, for example, think you are, your father is a businessman. Okay. Okay. And your father has got, uh, say, two children. Okay. One is very young and the other one is uh, an adult who is actually uh, capable of uh, supporting your father. So, as far as your uh, father is concerned, the adult child 
is a good resource to expand his business interest because that that uh, uh, he is a young adult he has actually uh, done his education and he is ready now to uh, you know hit the professional life so uh, there you can uh, he can actually deploy you in his business and you can actually help him in expanding that business which is good for the family okay now he has one more resources which is more resourceful than you you are a son and you might uh, work uh, for say 12 hours okay you are a son so you are uh, most reliable and you don't have to look back uh, but as a human being you will work only for 12 hours correct correct okay but he has got another resource which is his savings whatever money he has saved from his uh, uh, life uh, career okay so that money works for him 24 hours okay right okay if he is keeping that money in a bank if he is keeping that money in a bank uh, and it is earning him say 6% then every day that money is earning 6% for him there is no saturday sunday monday tuesday it is 7 days a, a week 24 hours a day there is no christmas holiday there is no diwali holiday there is no annual vacation that money is working for him throughout the year without a pause you as a son you will work only for 12 hours you will take break you might want a vacation you you would want a weekly holiday so he is actually losing on those productive days but the other resource called money i'm not compare it is not right to compare a human being with money but i'm talking about purely as a resource where this money is working for you as a if you consider money as an individual a being okay uh, then you have to realize that that individual called money is willing to work for its master 24 by 7 so if your father has deployed that money at 6% then he will work quietly at 6% if your father decide to deploy that at 7% then quietly it will work at 7% so what is that we need to realize is that we should be very prudent in deploying a resource which is so loyal to its master it is so loyal to its master because it's working 24 hours so that is now i'll explain you the magic of compounding suppose you invest say 1000 rupees out of your pocket money what you are getting suppose you invest 1000 rupees for next say 10 years okay in such a manner that you you are earning around say 9% return per annum okay then after 10 years it becomes 1 lakh 91000 okay Okay, and thousand rupees for you is uh, today is maybe three cups of coffees. So I am talking of I am talking about skipping three coffees in a month and keeping that money, uh, investing that money in such a manner it gives you a, a return of around nine percent. That the question of where will I get nine percent is the second question. Correct. Okay, where will get nine percent is the second question. I am talking about a situation where you are able to sa- save thousand rupees, which is so easy. right at 9% per annum for 10 years if you are every month if you are saving investing 1000 rupees it becomes 1 lakh 91000 rupees at the end of the 10th year okay if you are if you are able to save say suppose you have got into a job uh, even if you are doing an internship or some um, basic job not a great job to begin with and if you are able to save 5000 rupees per month okay and you save it for 5 years in that fashion at 9% it becomes 3 lakh 76000 
So if you are in 22, 23, if you are in the age bracket of 21, 22 years, by the time you are 27 years old, uh, 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 money of around, sum of around 3.7 lakh coming to you, which at the current value will be around 2 lakh 81,000. Okay, so how much uh, difference it can make uh, today uh, 2 lakh 81,000 to you is what is going to uh, experience at the end of the fifth year when you have 3 lakh 76,000. And what is your input? What is your uh, uh, you know effort you have put in? You're just saving 5,000 rupees every month. Right. Okay, that if you are just being cautious in spending even for travel, okay, even while traveling, if you actually, instead of going by rickshaw and uh, uh, Ubers, if you take a first class uh, uh, train ticket and move around in that, or even an AC, BST bus, you are saving on conveyance regularly. Even that can actually result in 5,000 rupees savings per month, which can actually become 3,76,000 rupees in the uh, fifth year, which is equivalent to 2,81,000 today. So it is small money, but can actually result in much meaningful uh, uh, end result for any person. According to me, uh, what you should understand, uh, what generation are you guys called? Whether it is uh, uh, Z, uh, you are not millennials, uh, X, Y, Z, a lot of nomenclature keep coming in. Uh, whatever nomenclature you want to give, what you should understand is, uh, as we go forward, the concept of concept called job is actually uh, evaporating from the system. Okay. That's you work for somebody and he takes the responsibility of your life. That doesn't happen. Your parents, people who are born in 60s and 70s, they had, uh, they got, after completing their education, they got into a profession and they had a salary. They could actually lead a good life, uh, though they did not have any uh, pension kind of uh, uh, benefits. Uh, but people who are born in 40s and 50s, they got into a job, they had pension, they had good salary. And even after retirement, they could live peacefully. People who were born in 60s, 70s and 80s got better jobs with higher salary, but they had no benefits called pension. Retirement benefits, they had to find their own way. Uh, people who are born in 90s or 2000s, you will not have anybody giving you monthly income. It will be all higher and fire. As long as you are useful to them, uh, you will be actually retained. And now post-COVID, uh, people are saying that you work from home, so they don't have even that running expenses of maintaining an office. So you will be given an assignment to function from wherever you are. And then as long as you are able to be productive, you get the remuneration. So what is happening now? The security aspect is totally gone where somebody else is taking care of your future. So it is you who need to actually take care of your future. Okay, so you need to actually the first and foremost uh, financial goal, all of you uh, people who are born in uh, late 90s or 2000s, what you need to actually plan first for is your own retirement. Though it might sound very stupid that why should a boy or a girl who's 20s in, in their 20s should worry about retirement. Because retirement is about, it is not about age. Reti retirement is all about financial freedom. Retirement is all about financial freedom. It has got nothing to do with age. Okay, normally people think that retirement is only for person who is above 50 or 60. That is not the case. Okay, retirement is about financial freedom of being able to do what you want to do in life. Suppose you are passionate about, say, painting or traveling or music. Okay, that is your basic passion. 
you feel that only if i'm able to pursue my passion then only my life is well lived if that is your thought process then your retirement is a phase in life where you are able to uh, pursue that passion without worrying about your day to day bills day to day living um, uh, your your cost of living supporting your parents supporting your family taking care of your uh, maybe 5 years 10 years down the line taking care of your children's uh, uh, education those are realities you can't actually run away from those realities because you love music music or photography or travel those are basic responsibilities so along with uh, taking care of those responsibilities can you actually uh, provide for your uh, passion time for your passion and pursue a meaningful life if that is what is required then what you need is freedom of time and money now a person of 20 suppose assume that you are you are in 20s you want to retire after say 25 years okay by the time you are 45 you want to retire when i say retire again you want a financial freedom okay so let us say that today you are to run your family you need 25000 rupees per month okay you you have to spend i'm not talking about emis and other things i'm talking about basic cost of running a, a home basic grocery and uh, fuel expenses okay so if 25000 rupees your basic cost of living today after 25 years to maintain the same standard of living you will be spending 215000 rupees okay so that is the money which you require every month uh, to maintain your standard of living which is 25000 rupees today okay so if 215000 rupees i have taken an inflation of 9% so if 215000 is the cost of living after 25 years that means every month you need to get 215000 in your bank account and so that you don't have to worry about it and to have 215000 coming to you every month you need a retirement corpus of 4 crore 31 lakhs oh wow why i am giving this 4 crore 31 lakh i am assuming that the free interest rate after 25 years is around 6% which is impossible but i am being very optimistic so that i don't scare you guys but uh, because the free return now is 6% so it is impossible that after 25 years it will be 6% it will be much less than that but in order to we need to get into some uh, reasonable numbers so i have taken free return after 25 years as assumed as 6% if 6% is the interest rate at that point of time then you if you have a retirement corpus of 1 4.31 crore then you keep that 4.31 crore in an asset which will give you 6% which will result in 215000 every month so what is your objective down your objective is to create 4.31 crore for your own retirement in next 25 years so for a youngster creating 4.51 crore is a very uh, sounds like a himalayan task isn't it it sounds like a very big amount now if i break it down in 25 years i said 4.515 crore <clears throat> you need to only invest around uh, 38000 rupees every month and deploy that around 9% if you can deploy 38 if you can invest 38 or 39000 rupees every month and if that money grows around 9% then in 25 years it becomes 4.15 crore today any person who's got a post graduate professionally qualified uh, person gets a job which is reasonably paying where 25 30000 rupees he can actually save 
okay so it is possible to save around 25 30000 rupees so even if he saves invest 24000 rupees and if that money grows around 12% 12% if that money this 24000 grows around 12% then also it becomes 4.15 crore so retirement your for your financial freedom in next 25 years what is that all you need to do you need to invest 24 25000 rupees every month in a basket of assets which will give you 12% return uh, and you continue that journey 25 years then you are a free man now which will, what will give you 12 percent return which need to be investigated which need to be thought of every year last year what gave that kind of ba- the basket which gave 12 percent return would be different from this year there could be time when uh, the entire uh, returns would be negative but it's again cyclical so what we are talking about an average return over a period of uh, 25 years so if you create an appropriate asset class which will give you this kind of return then you have a retirement corpus so youngsters like you should be actually uh, you know gearing up for creating a retirement corpus so that uh, you are able to have financial freedom so if this 12% doesn't happen couple of years it is given a negative return then what will happen instead of 25th year you might retire on the 30th year correct yeah that's it that's the downside nothing else so this is how you should actually uh, this is why i'm talking about objective being objective about uh, having a clear cut goal what is that you want to do so now you will think how do i save 25000 rupees or how do i earn another 25000 rupees more so that my financial freedom let us not call retirement because it sounds very uncle type okay or auntie type <laughs> so so remove that retirement think financial freedom which is very cool for you guys though both are same uh so financial freedom uh, you are saying that i want financial freedom in 25 years so the money which i need to keep aside is uh, 25000 bucks so whether your income is sufficient today to uh, save that kind of money or you should earn more or you should reduce unwanted expenses you have three options if i were in your position i will earn more i will not compromise on my uh, expenses if they are all basic expenses which i am actually if i am a prudent guy i will not be of course i'll be partying i'll be having fun with my friends i'll be going around i'll be traveling but yes uh, this is a time when i need those things because they are essential uh, so i will not compromise too much on those but i'll try to earn more okay this is a time i can actually spend more number of hours you party hard you work hard okay today if a 50 year old man can work say 12 hours a day a 20 year old person should be able to work 14 hours a day or 15 hours a day so you work more number of hours put in more time and earn more so you are not compromising on your lifestyle by reducing expenses which you think is part of your life now lifestyle now i am not asking you to compromise that but you should work more number of hours or more smarter in such a manner that you earn another 25000 rupees per month which becomes part of your retirement kitty and that retirement kitty you don't disturb you allow that to grow you choose right financial production creating that corpus keep evaluating that take professional help in making sure that you are on the right track and build that corpus and the and and the joy of being uh, free from normal 
uh, stress which any 45-50 year old man is facing, if you have the financial freedom, it is like you having wings to fly. Then you can choose your sky. You can choose your sky where you want to fly. And that's, that, is a, that is, should be all your, uh, the ma major, the f number one priority for all of you, the youngsters should be uh, financial freedom. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Finbits. Be sure to check us out next week as Hussein and Dilip continue their conversation about Indian markets and private equity.